Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of The Human Voice. This is going to be a special bonus episode, I guess you could call it. On this episode, I've got my good friend, Don Donahue. Don was a previous guest on the podcast, and Don has a background in the music industry, entertainment, live events. He also spent some time with some tech startups and has a fascinating background, apart from being just a great human being. And I'll let Don talk a little bit more about himself here in a second. But the purpose of this special bonus edition is Don and I have been working on something that we're really excited about. Some of you may have seen it online, but we have developed a coaching and mastermind program that we're still working out the details, but we want to share it with you today in case you may be interested and also to get some feedback. Don, welcome to the podcast. Bob, thanks so much for having me back. This is exciting. I'm so glad you're here and I'm excited to have this discussion. Before we jump into some of the things we've been thinking about, tell the listeners, just remind them if they didn't hear your episode, a little bit about yourself, your background, and maybe how we arrived together at what we're talking about today. Yeah, I'll go quick. I'll cross-promote. I'll go back to uh, listen to the whole story on the previous time that I was on the Human sure. Voice podcast. But So we are now in March of 2023, and the beginning of my agency story of going out on my own started last June. And if you look at the trajectory path that it has taken just over that six or seven months, or eight months, um, it, it has taken turns and forks in the road and moved and certain things have more pull towards them than others. When you put out a wide offering like I did, which was basically seeing things through a cre creative and artistic lens. We've had some great proof of concept that you were a part of with, with a corporate meeting that went incredibly well. And I know that I'll work in that space, but one of the things that I think as our friendship has matured, I really respect the deep analytical thinking that you put into things because most of the career that I have worked on in the creative arts is largely normally built around inspiration and a lot of times inspiration hits in a moment and an idea turns into something that really does change the world whether it's a song or a film or a book or things like that and so i took the opportunity to launch motion thinking okay that that there's going to need to be new ways to disseminate information and the creative lens is a great way to do that what i might have what it might have has dawned on me since I started was this idea that there are five complete generations of people in the workforce and perhaps even on teams everywhere from early 70s to early 20s. That's where you and I started talking about the learning style differences and the way people receive and even more than receive, retain and utilize information. One of the things that you and I talked about was the intersection of art and science. And even though you have artistic leanings and I have scientific leanings, I think our lanes go really well together complementary in that I probably think a little bit more about the arts and you probably think more about the data behind it. And so I really think we have 
come up with something that plenty of people could see as a new tool to put in the toolbox to, I've been using the phrase, make yourself bulletproof on your team. If you know how to have that expandable mind, that creative mind that is always open to new ideas and contributions from others. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. And I've so enjoyed our conversations in building this, in unpacking it, and thinking through some of the nuances that we're seeing in the world today. I know on my podcast and in my conversations, both with you and, and many other people, the world has changed dramatically and quickly. And there's so many people out there that you come in contact with and I've come in contact with. And it's the genesis of even wanting to do something like this is that we can offer some principles because one of the things that we have connected on, Don, and you have alluded to it, is we have the ability that some of it is innate and natural because of our wirings, but I think a lot of it is learned through trial and error, successes and failures. But the ability to connect dots many times that people don't see so that we're able to get out ahead of the curve Um and that's one thing that I've been able to utilize in my professional career when I'm talking to from a marketing, from a communication, from a psychological perspective. How do you integrate change and how do you foresee change, both from a creative standpoint and you think outside of the box, which is the term that people use to, to describe creative thinking, but also from a very specific projection, whether it be finance, whether it be growth of your company, whether it be personal growth, what direction do I take on this fork in the road? All of these things, the ability to, to walk in those ways is something that you and I have been able to do fairly successful in our careers. And so it looks like, to use the buzzword, pivoting from one career to the other, but it's really not drastic changes in my mind, and I know in your mind, it's simply the next evolution of where the journey takes us. And that way of thinking for many people is very difficult, especially if they've been in a certain mode of thinking, a certain culture, or a career for a long period of time. And their life has been an upended like many people have in the past few years, how then do we develop that new way of thinking and are able to thrive regardless of our age, our experience, and our journey? So hopefully I'm communicating that effectively for you as well. Yeah, well, I would agree. And I have seen it play out in non-traditional boardrooms. So if, mm -hmm. I'm in a, if I'm in a pitch where we're trying to talk about how to communicate content for a pharmaceutical company or a insurance company or things like that. Those are typically the types of businesses that you might think pretty locked down in their lanes. But being the person that does not have a fear about throwing a wild idea out, I normally find that so long as my wild idea is informed by what I have first heard from them of either their pain point or what they want to get across in this meeting or ad campaign or whatever, and you throw out something that you know would not come from their team, it changes the dynamic in the room. So Bob, just humorous little anecdote here. When we talked about the corporate meeting that we worked on, 
where we sold in these unconventional ideas that they bought. Um, one of them we've been utilizing during this podcast, and that is sound frequency. And as subtle as it is that we now know that the brain activates different parts based on different frequencies that we hear. And so we have been using a frequency to focus your mind on listening. And so long as you are still listening and not asleep, that means it is working. So creativity does not need to be a novel, a film, or, you know, the next great hit song. It can be something about a study that now says these almost imperceptible frequencies that are playing during a keynote speech will keep people locked in. So we've been um, utilizing that here during this podcast for you. But I look at the workforce post-pandemic as almost like the Wild West. There are so many different things that are being thrown our way. I saw a stat yesterday, and you can unpack this a lot better than I can, but it took TikTok three months to get to 100 million users, and it took ChatGPT one week. <laughs> now, yeah. we can go back and edit that if that is wrong, because you will know them, but I read that article and I thought, okay, Technology is flying at us. Communications flying at us. We all have our personal branding that's flying at us. And all of these things that are really quickly at our fingertips that everyone is using. If you're a boomer and you're 63 years old and you have half a foot out the door, but you still have a lot to give to an industry, this would be a great course to take to think about. We're not saying that you're wrong in your thinking. We're just asking you to broaden your thinking. Yeah. Let's go into what will I learn on this? So again, creative, critical thinking, problem solving for the future. We've outlined a few things that we believe people will learn and take away from this. And then we're going to talk about who should consider this course. So the first thing, Don, that we talk about is principles of keeping your mind creatively engaged and expansive. And I know that can sound a little bit ethereal for people. And I want to reiterate something that Don said earlier. He said, getting back in touch with that creative element of you. And lest you turn, turn the podcast off or maybe just tune us out a little bit and say, Bob and Don are very creative thinkers. Well, so are you. Every human being has creativity inside of them. And again, when 99.9% .9 of us were children, including yourself, if you're listening to this podcast, you loved creativity, whether it was coloring, imagining, playing with toys in an imaginative world, you were creatively creating things, places, art, whatever it may be, just for the sheer joy and satisfaction. And as you grew up, Either that was encouraged, discouraged, or maybe in your own thinking, you, quote, just grew out of it. We believe that returning to that state and tapping into that creative muscle is so important today. And like Don said, I'm the same way. I have no problem throwing out a super creative idea in a meeting that disrupts a meeting because 
we have to many times, and especially today, the old way of doing things just aren't working. And Don said, when new companies come out now, they disrupt everything that was previous to that. So while it, you can sit in a boardroom and they may tell you, your idea is great, but it's going to take at least two years before you get mass adoption and X amount of money runway to do that. Over and over again, new technology proves that line of thinking. Not only is it wrong, but it's very wrong. And I believe that applies to almost every area of our life. So Don, principles of keeping your mind creatively engaged and expansive. Can you just Talk for a couple of minutes about that. Yeah, I'm sorry that I'm a little distracted, which is part of the creative process. I'm not <laughs> distracted by anything that we're not talking about, but I'm trying to figure out if this is a worthy story to tell. But I had a longer drive in the car last night and I was listening to the TED Radio Hour on NPR and the subject matter was called Humor Us. And it was four different stories about humor. And the one that I listened to that I thought was very interesting was a data scientist who started the, his segment by telling us four jokes. And they were all, they all have the elements of the structure of a joke, but they really weren't funny. But they were written by code. They were computer generated jokes. So the jokes knew to put in a college dropout, the state of Florida, cocaine, and McDonald's. But the punchline wasn't funny. And this is a data scientist telling us about it because we're all sitting here going, okay, gosh, the machines are coming for us and all of that. And he was thinking, so the whole segment was about it's getting better. And comedy certainly are true, the truth tellers of our era. There's still a human element that can't be replicated by a machine. And I would say that goes to not all creativity, but a lot of creativity. It takes that original human idea to get your mind around, okay, this is how you complete that. Thanks for giving us the four elements of the setup, but now this is the only the human can deliver the punchline. So I tend to think, okay, how do we keep things, how do we keep our minds creatively engaged and expansive? Part of that is reading and studying. And part of that is saying, where are things going? And Bob, you and I are drastically different learners. You're, in, you're, in, you're a big reader and I'm a big scroller. And yours is far more glamorous than mine, but- I wouldn't always agree with that. It's just so easy to find information that you're interested in right now. Mm -hmm. So I think, okay, if I've always spent my career as a person who keeps their mind creatively engaged and expansive, which is something that we are going to learn in our class. I learned that in a group setting where people exercised it all the time. And that's because I started at a record label. And that's how people thought. Shameless self-promotion here, but that's what we want to do with this class. This is yeah. 10 to 12 people that are going to be challenged to think differently. And when you have skin in the game, like paying for a class that professionals are leading, you are not tearing people down. You are only trying to help. And so this idea of a problem solving for the future through creativity to me is teaching a skill set that 10 to 12 people will help you build. Yes. 
Yes, absolutely. And that kind of brings us to the next question that I wanted to talk a little bit about is, or the next point that you will take away that we're going, that the results of our class, critical, creative critical thinking, problem solving for the future, I'm going to get it right, is that an active and creative brain is hard to replace in the workforce. One of the things that I tell my kids that somebody told me is the way that you keep a job or keep yourself valuable to a client, if you're a solopreneur, is be the only one that is irreplaceable. If you are replaceable, then you will eventually be replaced or get phased out or duplicated by a machine, whatever it may be. But when you make yourself the evident expert in whatever it may be, and it doesn't mean that you have to be a PhD, it doesn't mean that you have to be spend years to, to make a lot of money as a consultant in a specific thing. It just simply means that whatever you're doing, you're creative, you think outside the box, you're different, you're unique. And an active and creative brain is really hard to replace. And so we're going to teach you how to think like a creative and be creative, even if you're an accountant, even if you're doing something that seems very left, quote, left brain. And so, Don, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that and maybe some experiences that you've had, both being in the music business where an active and creative brain is the norm and not being in the music business, being in the maybe the tech or some of the other things, or even with motion, your own agency that you're doing now. How do you see that playing out? And how do you see that thread continuing to be true in that an active and creative brain is hard to replace in the workforce? The first cliche as they come, but the first step is being brave enough to take the first step mm -hmm. to say the strange thing in the meeting to have the courage to take the class, to, to, to trust your gut. If there's all of this, if there's these different cycles that are going through the traditional workforce right now of quiet quitting and scary Sundays, and it's like every, everything's going to have a funny name to it at this point. It's really, those are people that are not, they don't wake up inspired. And I don't wake up inspired every day, but I do wake up thinking what is possible today. Mm -hmm. And so... I, because since my agency is so young, that I honestly had a very passionate feeling about the way I wanted to produce the first meeting that we did as Motion. And everything, that, sorry, not everything, 75% of what I pitched to the client, I had never done before. But I had enough data to say, if I'm going to make a statement, I need to make a statement. And so I'm going to pitch six ideas to a company that are going to take a little bit of courage for me to come up with the pitch and for me to have the confidence to not give up halfway through the pitch if they are have muted me. And it's going to take a lot of courage if they want to do it. And they bought five of the six. And they told me in their post-meeting surveys and responses and emails that I received, that it was by far the most engaged meeting they had ever had. And their CEO actually told me, I thought our team was so burned out, I wasn't sure I could get them back. And he said, they are back. Now, 
we won't go through everything that we did there, but it, there were a lot of unconventional things for a corporate meeting of 90 people. But my gut was, I took the risk to make the pitch. I took the risk to trust 20 years of instincts. And then I brought together a team, which included you and a lot of great people. And together, we locked arms and did something a different way with incredibly powerful results. Now I feel like I can run through a wall. But that is not to say the next company that I don't pitch a bunch of crazy ideas to is never going to call me back again. Right. You have to keep getting up and trusting I have enough evidence and I have enough research that says this is going to work. And even when you were doubted, which I was, even there were plenty of people that said this element is not going to work. And it worked. And so you go, it's not about patting me on the back. It's about going... Being brave enough to take that first step and being brave enough to continue through it and see the results. Now, if the results would have come back traumatic, we'd be having a different conversation. But I just <laughs> didn't think they were because I had confidence. So that works for the, if we're going to go through the segments, the traditionalists, the baby boomers and the Gen Xers, they have enough behind them that they can pull from. I didn't like the way this boss did this, or I wish I could have said this, but I wasn't in the right position to say this. Creative critical thinking is about, screw that. Whatever age you are, whatever, whatever place you are, your voice is important to the company, you wouldn't be there. You have to use wisdom, of course. You don't go in on your first day and bull in a china shop everything, but we go back to reawakening the creativity. If everybody's just not saying the thing that is in their head and getting it out of their mouth, then you're stagnated. And we want to reawaken that. Yes. And we're going to, and we're going to teach you some real skills to do what Don is take was talking about, because there's an element of risk. There's an element of bravery. There's an element of saying and doing things that may not be in your comfort zone. However, once you try them, like Don's talking about, and you do them, and you base it on research and thought, and even if it's not your experience, you can base it on other people's experience, and you've done the homework enough to know, I think this is worth a try, and I'm willing to try it, even if there's a possibility that it fails, because I believe the odds are more in my favor that it's going to work. In developing that habit and developing the that being a normal way that you walk through life, we're going to teach you some skills on that. Now, before we go through a couple of the other things that you're going to take away, I'd love to just have Don share briefly without giving away any secrets. We're going to bring on some very special guests during this 12-session six-month period. It is a commitment of six months. It's two times a month that we're going to meet over Zoom with potentially 10 to 12 other professionals and individuals. But it's not just going to be Don and I leading uh, and everyone talking, but we're actually going to bring in from time to time some special guests. Don, without giving away any secrets, because these are truly unique and sometimes really special guests, what is it about them from your perspective, that it's so important to have their voice 
speak into what you and I are teaching? It is incumbent on us to bring that value to this group. And this is not about Bob and Don. This is about two people with parallel running paths, but different skill sets coming together. And you, even you and I have talked about, there are certain people that are complete rock stars to you that I've never heard of and vice versa. What we will do is think through, it does not always have to be people from our immediate network. It's very easy for me to think about, okay, let's go out and I will use an example of a friend of mine who has won a Grammy Award for Song of the Year. He has produced albums that have sold probably between 20 and 30 million. He has written probably six to 10 number one country songs. Then he wrote a Broadway play that was nominated for 12 Tony Awards. He wrote a second Broadway play that had a good run, but was interrupted by COVID. And now he is, he is making, he's three years into making a documentary on the history of board games. <laughs> so those are very different disciplines. So you think of Stephen Sondheim as Broadway, and you think of Garth Brooks as country music, or I don't know, you think of the Parker Brothers as board games. This particular person has a deep pursuit and love of all of those things and has been successful with all of those things. So you start to go, okay, what? How, what, <laughs> how does that story play out? And what you will find is when we have a guest, we will have the ability not just for them to talk to you for 45 minutes and ask questions for 15, we will have a scripted path for them to take you through so that it informs each of their changes. So I think that's just one example that comes to the top of my head. The other example that I thought about Bob this morning, but I didn't ask you and I didn't research it either, is the amount of artists and creatives who have either taken proceeds of their earnings over the years or that and put it into curriculum, put it into schools, colleges, their alma maters. They want to have things that are fueling the next generation, that education is important to someone who has made a lot of money. Those are the kind of people that I think they're not thinking about their next single or their ne next book. They're thinking about the discipline that it takes to teach and think a creative life. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'm really excited about some of these special guests that we're going to have. And I think people will in the group will greatly benefit because as you said, it's not just obvious creatives. It's actually people who have been very creative and then have gone into a new industry and applied that creative and in so doing are proof of what we're talking about because writing a hit song is very different than making a documentary about board games and mm. and then how do you script that how do you go from writing lyrics first chorus bridge chorus end to scripting out a documentary that is almost like a journalist and and yet they're so connected and in the same way i think this leads us to this next point here which is and you touched on it earlier you and i are both like older gen xers right so we get called boomer a lot depending on who what we say or who we're around 
but we're also able to, I know you are, I know I am. People always tell me like you are so current in your thinking and you can communicate and relate to everybody from Gen Z to the silent generation. How do you do that? And for me, it's become second nature. And I know for you is, look, we're not always going to be on the up and up on the latest trends. I try to be, but that's not what it's about. It's about keeping your brain pliable. It's about keeping your brain open and yourself open to new things, to new ways of thinking, to change that you're, uh, you're able to go, I'm willing to, be, to learn something different. I'm willing to be wrong. I'm willing to shift my ways of looking at the world. And we're going to be teaching you how to do those things. It's never too late. If you're listening to this and going, oh, that's for young people, or I'm too young to do that, it doesn't matter what generation you're in. This is applicable to all because as you've said, Don, I'm going to misquote you here, but it's one of my favorite quotes from you. There's absolutely nothing you can do about your age, but there's everything you can do about how you think and act and look at life. Do you want to, do you have any, any comments on that? Yeah, I don't color my hair, even though I'm sitting here going, okay, when I send people a headshot, it's mostly gray now because I know that when they, if they take the time to get past gray hair, and they read my resume, my bio, or whatever, they're going to go, okay, this isn't who I thought. I want to piggyback on something that you just said, is for people that are still listening and still interested, uh, but do not believe this is for them because it's a little too late, it's not only is it not too late, but stop thinking about this only in a professional lens. Through, through a professional lens. Yeah, that's a great point. There is something that you are passionate about that you speak to people about all the time in your off time, on your weekends. It can be sports. It can be the outdoors, whatever. You exercise your creativity and your mind differently through things that you love than you do by just putting your head down and doing your work. We're going to bridge the gap between those. Yes, absolutely. So that kind of leads us toward the end of this time. And uh, as you said, Don, we don't want this to be necessarily a, an infomercial only, but we just want to encourage people. As we said, you're never too young, never too old. It's workers in need of a career growth, a mind shift or, or a new career. Maybe you've been laid off or you're looking to change, whatever. Leaders tasked with multi-generational staff and learning styles. We're going to really go into that. Uh, as you know, my background is in organizational psychology. Don is in executive leadership and creative and non-creative worlds. So we have led people. We have studied what multi-generational staff and engagement and organizations deal with. So we're going to get into that. The other thing is marketers and creators to establish leads, new business, new ways of thinking. So it's not just your day-to-day -day work. And as Don said, not just your way of being in the world, but actually, how do you establish new leads? Like, I've been in the corporate world for forever, and now I want to go out on my own, and I want to be more creative and have control of my future, either because it's what I've always wanted to do or I've been forced into it. How do we get creative with establishing new business and getting new business and new way of thinking? We're going to 
cover that because that's something that Don and I have a lot of experience and we're in the middle of it right now. And then lastly is maybe you are a creative and you are an artist and you're, it's the opposite side of, of looking at it. You're considering life in the corporate world. How do you apply? It, it can be a little scary when you're used to either working for yourself or creating your own thing to now going, am I going to feel confined and am I going to be constricted? Is this even going to work for me? We're going to provide some tools and ways of thinking about that and integrating your skills as an artist into the corporate world. So depending on where you are in the spectrum, this is a really valuable proposition, we believe. Don, do you have any thoughts on that specifically? Yeah, adding that last one in is kind of the, the reverse of what we've been talking about. But because I've been working with artists for 30 years, plenty of them who are not on the radio or not getting gigs anymore are going, what do I do? Is my life over? Absolutely not. It takes a little bit of a mindset shift the other way to go, how do I take this creativity and complement a company through marketing or photography or in-house business development? Did you think about this market for the way that your business can work and creative thinkers who are who have always lived that way but are ready for a different pivot stage of life are very valuable to the corporate world absolutely absolutely so in wrapping this up what is required if you say this is, sounds interesting but i what's the time commitment let me just give it to you here briefly Two 90-minute Zoom meetings per month for six months. You're going to also engage with a network of specifically curated and a diverse business leaders. We want to mix it up a little bit. Curriculum-based solutions of our combined probably 60-plus years of creative application. The proper time to pivot towards a new idea, job, or career. That's what you'll come away with. We'll talk about timing You'll also come away with a targeted network opportunity. So this group of people that we're going to curate and put together are going to be potentially lifelong connections. They're going to be career connections, and it's a peer-to-peer -peer access through this group. So it's not just us teaching and instructing, but there's going to be a lot of interaction because we're going to learn from each other. And that's the beautiful piece of the mastermind part of this coaching is that it's all of us coming together to come up with super creative solutions, inspirations, ways of seeing the world, et cetera. And then you're going to also have access to Don and I select one-on-one -on -one calls each month that you're going to be able to ask either one of us, both of us, specific, personal, challenging questions, pick our brain, whatever, you, whatever it is that you want to ask us and talk to us about. Lead generation brainstorms and network connections with you're going to get the opportunity to raise your hand in these groups and go, hey, I'm looking for a certain type of customers and I need some help on the best way to do it. We're going to all brainstorm together with you to solve those. Highly esteemed industry leaders, as we guess, that are our guests, as we mentioned, in the music industry, film industry, business industry. And then the one of the most fun things about a mastermind is a targeted hot seat group problem solving. So Every, almost every session, we're going to have a hot seat. What does that mean? It means that you're going to come with your question or your issue or your concern or struggle, and we're all going to come around and we're going to solve your issue. 
with you, for you along, think through the points that you're struggling with or you need some direction with. And in that hot seat, you're going to get some huge value to some joint wisdom and some ways to move forward. And what's expected of you, so that's what you're going to get. You're going to get a present agenda with prompts to ponder. You're going to need to consume that and come prepared. We're going to make the opening remarks and the moderate and moderate the discussions around those prompts. We're going to expect you to come prepared, to adhere to a strict time schedule to maintain balance among attendees. And our expectation is that you give as much as you take. This is what creativity is. Creativity is all about collaboration. This is not a competitive environment. This is not a performative environment. This is a collaborative environment. That's what you're going to learn more than anything about creativity and a pliable mindset is collaboration is everything. And even if you feel that yours has gone dormant, your creativity, your voice is going to be very important to the group. And the key, the, here's the point, that's the key to reawakening all of your possibilities. And we're going to do it together. Don, do you have any more thoughts or comments as we wind this down? No, reach out to either of us. I'm sure, Bob, you'll put a link in the show notes to our, our emails. And I wanted to make sure, I like that you went through each of what is on this one-page sheet we can send to you because I have been a part of some masterminds in the past where either one person has dominated or the moderators did not adhere to a strict schedule. And we want to make sure that this is balanced, that this is not. Now, if we're going to do a hot seat, that will be claimed in advance. And we'll probably spend 15 minutes on that. And that person will get extra time. But that will only happen once in those in this six months per person. There'll be structure to it. And we will respect your time. And you will absolutely get your value. It is $4.99 a month for those two sessions per month. It's a six-month commitment. And we have a $200 discount for paying in advance. So that's $2,800. And we know that's a commitment. But for that commitment, we know that you will put better work in for it. Uh, some of your companies may invest in that for you as you're learning new skill sets. And some of you may see that as an investment in something to do something radical, change your career. And as Bob has said a few times, we are experts in the pivot. We've done it a few times. But... The creative thinking, the malleable and pliable mind and having an open mind is a consistent thread through both of our careers that we feel like we will give you the tools to use. Excellent. Excellent. So I'm going to put a link in the show note. If you're interested, don't hesitate to reach out to Don and I if you happen to know us personally, but I'm going to go ahead and give you both of our emails now on this podcast. So Don is Don Donahue, which is Don, D-O-N, at motnagency.com, stands for Motion Agency, Don at motnagency.com. And of course, mine is Bob at humanvoicemedia.com, Bob at humanvoicemedia.com. Reach out to either one of us. We're going to be launching this in the next few weeks. We want to get uh, interest level. We want to sign people up and we need to figure out what the best times are so that we can begin curating these groups together. So we look forward to meeting you. We look forward to learning together. And most of all, we look forward to helping you develop a creative, critical mind 
in our program called Creative Critical Thinking Problem Solving for the Future. So thanks, Don, for your time. And we will talk to you again real soon. And hopefully we'll have lots of new friends to, to engage with on this coaching and mastermind session. Can't wait. And we'll see you all online soon. Thanks. Bye. Bye. 